0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, good morning, everyone. I know you're busy getting your seed together and all of that. I just want to take just a a moment here <clears throat> to acknowledge God. Amen. Surely he's in this place. I said surely he's in this place. Lord we just thank you for the person of the Holy Spirit. Help us to be sensitive Lord to what you want to do today. Because you so want to do for your people. So, Lord we give you this time that we have together with one another and with just to be here with you. Lord, we say, do what you want to do yeah. and do what only you can do, Master, and we'll give you the praise and the glory and the honor for it. And if you could say amen, it'd be a good place to do so. Amen doesn't mean the end of the prayer, it means so be it, whatever was prayed, thank you Lord we thank you for it all right we've been talking about restoration and that's our theme and of course that would be God bringing back to original purpose and condition Uh, God uh, again uh, bringing into original condition How many of you know that God is a do it again God, uh, over and over and over again, as many times as it needs doing. God will do. Isn't that true, for those that believe Him? We're going to Ruth again, the second chapter. Or we're going to continue. It's nothing wrong with continuing, you know. I think I'm glad that Sandy has decided to continue with me for forty some odd years. I hope she'll go the rest of the way. <clears throat> after all, she she said, uh, "I do. I can tell you for forty-four years now. Is it, you know, that you you did, <laughs> and I hope you'll continue to do uh, where that is concerned." Amen. You know what? Uh, uh, in very simple terms, people want to live happily ever after. That's God's idea. That's probably you know. Uh, um, that would be a phrase that he would have coined. It would not be the devil's desire is that you would not live happily ever after. But God's desire is that you and I live happily ever after. That's an eternal thing. And he put eternity, the Bible says, in men's heart. We have a sense that this is not all that there is. That there's more to it uh, than this. You were made, built to live forever. There's a desire to live in the happy ever after of God with God and uh, i can tell you uh that is god's purpose and that is all of those plans serve that purpose so we're here in the uh ruth's second chapter ruth is a perfect picture of a follower who follows through you know as a uh thank god that we you know you don't always have it's not always opportune uh, convenient if you just look at the outside of things, sometimes it's just troublesome. It gets in the way of plans that uh, we make. You know, we um, uh, uh, we're grateful and thankful for time uh, that we uh, have with you. We're grateful, thankful that time that we have. We got to spend some time with our grandson before we send him off uh, back to ha- home with his mother out in Washington. Good as it should be. But on the way to the airport, we got to uh, have some uh, really good conversation about God, and you know, um, I simply shared to him, shared with him, um, uh, because sometimes you know he's not always able to go to church. I'm talking to people today, perhaps that sometimes you're not always able, you can't uh, go to church, not won't, but can't, uh, such as his case. But anyway, I told him, I said, now listen, you may not can, you, you, you may be in a position where you can't go to church, honey, but you can be a follower of Jesus. And that's what God is interested in, you know. Now, if you'll follow Jesus, I'm sure sooner or later, at one time or another, perhaps you might wind up in church, but uh, be a follower of Jesus first things first be a follower who follows through with Jesus amen you'll find that all of your days you will find that he is faithful uh, as you faithfully follow him you'll find that you follow the faithful one and uh, I want to set you free where that's concerned and don't misunderstand me you know this church is a good church a great church as a matter of fact we love God and we love you uh, we're learning to uh, love more and more uh, in in greater measure. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you can't come, um, and especially if you're not here today, still be a follower of Jesus. Be a follower of Jesus. It's easier to follow when, you know, uh, when you're with people that are following him. You know, you, it's easy to get lost sometimes all by yourself in life if you've never been there, done that before. Isn't that true? Uh, but thank God in the family of God, their generation, so that somebody, you know, up ahead uh, of you has probably been there and done that, and, you know, uh, they'll help you, and we're here to help you. Ruth's second chapter, we realize that restoration really is a process and a journey. Um, and life is a process, isn't it? It's a journey. This life together with God is about... Uh, God restoring, Jesus said, I came to restore, to save that which was lost originally. Man's position and man's uh, condition where God was concerned, with God. So I want to refresh our memory just a minute. Last week we left off with Ruth following Naomi, and she made this uh, a powerful statement. And I believe that she had her heart set. Remember, Naomi said when she saw that Ruth had her heart set because she voiced these words she said where you go i go where you stay i'll stay you know we're transitioning with uh, Ruth, there are transitions uh, in life. And, you know, in following God, there, uh, there's a, uh, the first step. So, usually, there's a going, not knowing. We simply take it by faith. We get on Hope Highway with God, and uh, we simply have a simple, uh, a simple uh, hope and a simple faith, uh, a small trust in God, just to simply follow. And a lot of times, following God is following, not knowing. I'm sure today, Monday's going to follow Sunday, but you can't tell me what's going to be happening in 35 seconds after two o'clock in the afternoon in the 56th in minute. Not exactly. Now you hope all will be well. you, 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 you know, you're trusting and believing all that, but you know, uh, you're going into Monday from Sunday, not really knowing. And you don't really have to know, do you, to have a sense of well-being? All is well, and we believe uh, all will be well. Are you listening? And if it's not, we still all is well because God's already gone before us, and we can trust Him. I'm following Him. But there's a transition in this faith walk, like the following the faith of Abraham, whom. You know, came before, I'm sure that Naomi had shared some of the stories. Abraham got up from where he was, uh, from his uh, home place, uh, from his family and friends. And he was following God. He was, there was a going, not knowing. But then there came a time, you know, he, he really overshot. How many of you feel like that you've ever overshot, you know, missed your turn? You didn't undershoot it; you overshot that because you were going, not knowing. Hey, there's my turn. Went right by it. Amen. Well, Abraham went right, but see, he didn't. He didn't understand that the going, not knowing, will will bring you to a place and to a point of staying and obeying. Now, you know, uh, uh, there is a transition in our life to staying and obeying. See, just, uh, and that would be the obeying, just staying, God planting us, you know, in relationships, in uh, vocation, in all of, uh, in location uh, where that was concerned. The Bible talks about God setting us in the church or planting us in the kingdom and in the church such as pleases him. As even if you're not, quote, in the building, you know, if you're born again, you're in the church, And you have a a significant role to play. Are you listening? Amen? You know, uh, your little finger doesn't seem like much, you know, but if you don't have it, something's missing. Something's broken. There are things that cannot be done without that. True? All right. Same thing with you. There are things that God has created you for. The Bible says we are his workmanship and we are created in Christ Jesus on two good works that we should actually walk and work in those good works that God has created us for. You, God meant you, specifically you, for you to just be you and do you. And uh, he has a great plan for your life and a great purpose for your life. You know, I'm determined to stand in my place in history and be part of his story. And and that that will give glory to God. Now, what would that be? I simply tell his story out of my history with him. There was a point in time, my history, that I didn't walk with Jesus. wasn't following Jesus. didn't know Jesus. didn't have Jesus. See, but then there come a, I can mark the place. Second, uh, the second Sunday in February, 1983. Prayed a prayer in a Baptist church on a red dew, red dirt road down on Chilton Elmore County line. New Harmony Baptist Church. I can take you back to the uh spot. Are you listening? Amen. Where everyth- where that one thing changed everything in my life. And now I do follow Jesus. From that point on, I follow Jesus. Perhaps you're listening uh to me today that and you've come to such a time as this and maybe to that point in your life where you've been prepared and you're ready to hear what God has to say about things well and you're ready to Jesus, where you go, I go, and where you stay, I'll stay. We're transitioning from going, not knowing, simple faith to follow, to a place where now we're staying, and obeying. And we rem- remember we're ending the first chapter, or we say this, ending one chapter. is ending one chapter, and that where they arrived at harvest time. But we're ready to begin the what's next chapter. That's a big question, isn't it? Just two, two and a half words. What's next? Well that would talk of the future. We already know what what was and what is, but what's next? Boy, that's a wonderful uh, uh, that's a wonderful word to delve into the depths of. What the what's next chapter? What's next for you? Do you know? Can you know? Well Philippians three verse uh twelve and thirteen, the Passion Bible we visited here before because it applies to Ruth and Naomi, but it also remember we're we're somewhat identifying with it. We can see some of our story in their story, and Paul said this, I admit that I haven't yet everybody say haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. It's another uh, good question in life is this all that there is? is this all that God has for me is this the fullness that God wants for my life and if the answer is no well then uh, he said this uh, Paul said this I have not yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing are you pursuing the fullness What are you pursuing in God's purpose? There would be a couple of measures here. uh, None at all. Don't really matter one way or the other. Whether, you know, uh, I live a life of of purpose. I pursue purpose. God's purpose for my life. Perhaps a a different measure would be some small measure. Oh, Oh, yeah. You know, people say, well, you know, that's God's blessing that's that's God's purpose for your life say oh yeah but it's kind of over here on the side and when it's convenient we invoke God's name we 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 use you know uh God's blessing for our purpose and perhaps maybe for our plans there's some small measure in there, or there's the fullness of all, none at all, some small measure, or fullness of all of God's highest and best, what are we pursuing, because there is a highest and best purpose for your life, that you, that he meant uh, when he made you, but Paul went on to say, said, but you know, I haven't, I, I haven't Yet acquired the full, the absolute fullness. And so would that? How would that be possible? Uh, you know, he's talking about an earthly pursuit. He's still in his body here on earth. How would it be possible that there is an absolute fullness? Absolute uh, uh, negates that there's any room for anything more. It's absolute. That's all that there is. Absolute fullness. Is it possible that God wants you to live? in the in the fullness uh, of his presence that's available to us and through the person of the holy spirit here on the earth in the fullness of the life that he created and set before you created you for in the fullness of the works the fullness of the measures of his pleasures of profiting you and prospering you to the place where people look at you and they go i'll tell you that's god that is God, see the blessing brings god's favor good His favor brings good success, good success are you listening, and that good success is attractive. it's attractive to people They go, tell me about you know you got something going on here. There's something going on, not just outward things, but that understand boy, I'll tell you God's with that person. they're provided and protected you know in a measure. That's, you know, perhaps a little more than just what, what natural ability or intellect or intelligence or character can, can produce. Life with God. God with us, but more than that, God within you. says, Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Not the hope of of glory for ourselves. But the hope of giving God a life that glorifies God. That makes people want God. That helps people to experience and encounter God. And to know for themselves he's a good God. He's more than that. He's a great God. He's the greatest of all. And there's really nothing you know that I'm involved in this is a, a statement you know uh, um, God there really isn't anything that that I'm doing that's more important than what you're doing now here's the thing God's not just doing an hour on Sunday well, around here sometimes two hours congratulations you're in the double portion two hours amen. we'll try to remember to be mindful of our time together make it productive amen He said, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. Listen, let me ask you this. Do you want to? Do you desire to fulfill and to discover God's purpose, the call that Jesus has for your life? Remember, what was his call? Well, he repeated it a bunch of times in the gospel. He said, come, follow me. That's the call. Come follow me. You know, if you don't know, don't worry about the specifics. They had to discover the details in the daily doings of walking and working with Jesus. But the call was, come follow me. Isn't that right? Paul repeated that. He said, come follow me as I follow the Lord. He said, be imitators of, of God. You're, you're, as dear children, imitate their, their father. Be an imitator of God. Follow God. You'll say, well, he's his daddy's son, or she's her mother's daughter. Why? Because they're following right in the footsteps, amen, uh, of those that they're following. Verse number 13, we'll move on from there. He says, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. See, you know, I I, I just, I I know and understand this about me, and uh, all I can do is share with you what, You know, because I don't know about you, but I do know about me. I'm not smart enough. You know, I'm not strong enough on my own. The intellect, the education, the abilities or the qualities that I have to figure it all out for myself, by myself. I'm, I'm just, that's, you know... Took a while to get to that conclusion. And sometimes in different areas, you know, I reserved those for myself that I thought, well, buddy, you can do this. You know, but I found out I can only do all the things that Jesus gives me to do through him. Because the things that he gives you and I to do, we can't do in ourselves. You'll never live your highest life apart from Jesus Christ, without Jesus Christ. And let me add to this, without the rest of his body without the family are you listening well we realize because I've I realized this in life there are too many attractions that wind up being distractions you know the the uh, uh, um, the familiar song amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I really like the next verse that says through many dangers toils and snares You know, have you figured out in this life there's a lot of dangers, there's a lot of toils, and there's a lot of snares? Why? Because God's not just, you know, we don't just have God to deal with, we have the devil to deal with. Now, we overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony, and by loving not our own lives, the Bible says, you know, by, by just saying, you know, listen, I'm gonna, if, I live for, if I live, I live for God. If I die, I die for God. Isn't that right? And we all live and we're living towards the place where we all die. And the Bible says once we die, that, then we come face to face with God. There is a God that we will stand before after this life for this life that we lived and this life is all about coming to come and follow me that's what Jesus said come and follow me i'm probably talking to people uh today at, that are at some sort of uh an intersection in your life perhaps you've been religious um you know believed uh believed in god know a little about god but i'm believing for a reality encounter Where you experience this Jesus that says, come and follow me. You know, uh, Paul said this, but uh, I have one focus. Just one. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. So I'm forgoing the past. Instead of, of looking back, instead of remembering the past... See, I fasten my heart to the future. The only way to forget, Mary, we've covered this before. The only way to forget the past is to is to paint is to work within the new framework of a future that God is painting for you. Give God a blank sheet uh, and allow Him. This is where we are with Ruth, and Ruth here in the second chapter. Uh, we see that Ruth is in a new place where everything and everyone is new to her. She calls herself a foreigner. It's all foreign to her, it, meaning it's not known. It's 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 not familiar. It's a new normal now uh, for Ruth. And I have to imagine where Ruth is concerned that there is some degree... Uh, just like you and I, that when we're facing something new, entirely new, and you know the Bible says God's mercies are new every morning. I like this statement where one day Naomi got herself together and it says one day Ruth said, I'm going to work. She's the one day... Uh, for Naomi was in the old place, and the one day for Ruth is now in the new place. You know, you know, to the, all the Naomis out there, uh, you know, who have known in the past the uh, the goodness, the pleasantness, the, the greatness of God, and lived in the the place of blessing and the place of bread. Your job is to get the Ruths to that place. That's your job. We've got to get the next generation to that place of experience and encounter with the living God. Get them into what God is doing. Then they'll choose for their self. Amen. I mean, they have to choose to follow you there. But then now we see that the shift is, is over. You know, not so much Naomi. Ruth comes into the picture. As the foreigner, as the follower, and the, she's in the new normal now, and things she had heard about, but now she's living in those, and like I said, I believe there's a degree of a mixture of being fearful and hopeful and starting over and beginning again, the beginning of a new future, the ultimate you know what's next and and the new future that God has for each and every one of us. Is found in 2 Corinthians 5th chapter 17th verse. Message Bible says. We see that anyone united with the Messiah or with Jesus. Gets a fresh start. And is created new. The old life is gone. And a new life burgeons. Look at it. And all this new comes from God. All this new for you. See and if you. If you haven't come to that place, I'm gonna tell you you're headed for that place. And if you sometimes it's good to just locate. You got to remember where you where you are. We see Ruth facing the future, and the biggest question is okay, what's next? And one day in uh, chapter two, verse two, she said this: "I'm going to work." You know, uh, we uh, see her as i got to do something. Doing nothing is not an option. I said doing nothing is not an option. Not where God is concerned. Let me ask you, what are you going to do with this Jesus? What's next for you in this God thing with this Jesus and this new thing in this uh, new for you thing? What are you going to do with him? You know, it's not by accident that he has intersected your life. You know, I was talking about our grandson Isaac. He goes, I need to get close to God. I need to get closer to God. See, that's our heart desire. That's the passion that we live in. That's caught more than taught. We're just sharing some things with him. And he says, "Uh, I need to get closer to God. Shouldn't your life... Shouldn't the fire of your life throw sparks on tender, tender of prepared hearts that God is wooing and drawing? And when they say, I need, to, I, need to, I need to get closer to God, I say, well, that's very simple. This is how it's done. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. You draw near to God. The first move is yours. You draw near to God. You tell God, yes, I want to. My heart says, but the deep in me is calling out for something deep inside of the heart. I want a reality. I don't need a religion. I want a reality of a relationship with you. God, I believe you're real. Now be real in my life. Come on now. And see, only people that are drawing near to God, are you listening, that when you, when you get around other people and you're near to them, are you listening, God sits down, the Holy Spirit begins to work in their life and they say, I need to be closer to God. I want to know God. I want answers for my life. I want to experience the truth. I want to see something. Don't just tell me something. I want to see something. God, show me. Oh, God's not against showing you what he's telling you. He, he, this is all about him telling you. Are you listening? But he's telling you what he's about to show you. And revelation is, is that we have information. Are you hearing? We're doing our best where the information is concerned. But we are believing for a revelation for God showing what I'm telling you today. And he wants to. And he will. So Ruth says, I'm going to work. And now listen, here's the context. At harvest time, in the harvest, perhaps you've come to your own one day to decide to do something with God. Something for God. What will you be Or become in life. What will you do. With your life. What will you have. To show for your life. All of these questions are. Include one word that. That is the thread golden thread throughout will. What will. What will. What will. See you have a choice. And you and I will choose. You know, you've heard the saying, we all serve someone and something. You know, a self-serving life, selfish, only one self, for only one self, is limited, it's small, it's unfulfilling and dissatisfying. But a God-serving life, spent serving God and that is, serving God, we serve others. We love God, but we also show God love, show God's love to others. We show God that we love Him by serving others. The selfless life doesn't make you less, doesn't make us less, to live selfless doesn't make you a nothing or a nobody really in God's kingdom it makes you more it makes you a somebody doing something for God and for others so what's next what's well, to hook up and follow Jesus will you hook up and follow this Jesus Perhaps this is the one day that would change every other day of your future. The day you decide to say yes to Jesus, to his will and to his way. Well, it may be for the first time or it may be for this time. Both are important, aren't they? You know, all along the way we get up daily and decide to follow Jesus. Pastor Ron's going to come. We're going to close out with uh this, uh, I'm going to give an invitation um, here for those that are in the house and those that are, uh, you know, um, following uh, Jesus and following us on social media. I think that's important. I'm, we're doing this by faith that either today or someday this message will mean something to someone. Mm-hmm. And that's something is the difference between life and death. Eternity spent with God or eternity spent without God. But I, I, Jesus said this. He said, I uh, I only do what I see the Father do. I only say what I hear the Father say. So I, I in in praying this morning and just spending time, and just a wonderful time of praise and worship with the Lord. I, I saw this and I heard this. Miss Sue, I want to pray for you today. Will you come up? here? Will that be alright if I just pray for you? Yeah, you. Amen. Faithful, faithful follower of Jesus. You'll be alright. Amen. You may walk up one way, walk away another way. Amen. Hallelujah. I only have one word I'm going to pray over you. (coughs) Huh? Yeah, you can sit right there amen that's alright that's alright amen now you've been faithful and you're not gonna see the Lord be unfaithful to you I have a scripture I want to read to you before I uh, pray for you you know now listen this is the work of the believer Uh, the pastor's job is to equip you empower you and tell you you already got a job go to work just go do the work of him that has sent you and what did he say he said heal the sick cast out devils raise the dead well here's a scripture scripture that i want to uh pray over you and you know I, first I, i've heard the lord say listen I, we he knows that the struggle is real right there's no denying that there you know you don't fake faith amen Here's the scripture, Miss Sue. It says, If you'll hold on to me for dear life, Psalms 91 verse 14. I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care if you only get to know and trust me. Call me and I'll answer. Be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you. Then throw you a party. I'll give you a long life and give you a long drink of salvation. One translation says, Because you've sat your heart and your love upon him he goes I'll be with you in trouble to deliver you to deliver you amen well I've got one word that I'm going to pray over you and you know uh, it's a it, it is a you'll know it. it's just a major it is a major shift and a major move where that is concerned amen Pray this one word. Will that be all right? And it's simply this. Y'all stretch your hands towards her. Now, we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're not looking for anything spectacular. If the Lord wants to do spectacular, that's all His business. But we are looking for something that's a little super on top of your natural. And you know what that one word is? Let me just have your hand. It's this settled. It's settled. Yeah, I see. Yeah, see there. Amen. It's settled. It's just settled, honey. Psalms ninety-one verses sixteen. On um, it is settled. Your heart is set. Now listen. And God, as far as He's concerned, this thing is all settled. He's with you in the trouble to deliver you. Long life children's children's children You work is a done you think Arnold was the only thing you were believing for amen no 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 amen together now you and him together children's children's children in Jesus name blessed and a blessing long life satisfying I give you a long drink of salvation amen big tall cool glass sitting in the shade Watching your children's children come to Jesus one by one. Come ask Papa, Nana, What about this Jesus? What about this God? That's it. Oh yeah, honey. Yeah, we won't forget those either. She said, and spiritual children. Yeah, others, 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 others. Amen. Settle. Lord, I declare this word. You send your word and you heal every struggle in Jesus' name. You settle it on the inside of her like it's settled in you. God, in her like it's in you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, all right. Let's say for just a second, perhaps you're out there today and you haven't settled this in your own heart, this Jesus. I will follow you. one day, Ruth said, why do I just, why are we just going to sit here? What are our options and our opportunities? Well, let me tell you what your option is today to say yes to Jesus. He's been working on you, working with you. The Bible says that no man comes to the Father except that the Spirit of God draws him and Jesus has been working, 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 working. Generations have been praying, praying, praying and here we are this day, today. and You're one decision away. Just one choice away. Don't turn away or turn a deaf ear today. If you hear His voice, don't harden your heart. Open your heart to Him. Let this be the day that you decide to say yes to Jesus, to His will and His way for you. So what's next? If you're ready, let's pray this simple prayer. Jesus, I say yes to you. I will follow you all the way. Today, I give you my heart and the rest of my life. I'll live for you. I'll serve you. It's settled. I'll stay with you. And I'll obey you. Where you go, I go. Where you stay, I stay. Your people are now my people. Your God, your Father, is now my God and my Father amen now what's next well everything and everyone in this new life with Jesus let me promise you this he'll lead you as you follow him he'll tell you he'll show you his will and his way his purpose you'll discover day by day day after day all the way the purpose and the plans, the future that you were meant and made for. I want to congratulate you. Listen, let us know. If we can help you in any way, we've got some materials we'd love to send to you. There's no obligation on your part. We'd love to have you come to church. Uh, and be a part uh, here. We're here for you. This is a wonderful family, part of the greater family of God that you belong to, but be a follower of Jesus. Congratulations on your decision uh, to do that. There's no greater thing in life uh, than that one thing that you will find has changed and will change. Everything else, every day will be a discovery of more and more of God's great will and great purpose and great way for your life. Till the next time you remember this, you are so very blessed. Now our prayer is that you would be at rest, be settled in that. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word.